TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And we've got our buddy Kurt Heelan. Pro Basketball Talk, NBC Sports, NBA aficionado, and a hell of a good guy. Mr. Heelan... Good morning here on the West Coast. You are a Long Beach guy. They have their first Michelin-rated restaurant. Did you guys, have you checked that place out yet? I tell you the name, you know, I don't funny, know. It's funny. That is like the one place in the city I have not gotten to yet. Um, just logistics issue. Just trying to get there, timing it with uh, a, a busy family and wife. So, I've, like, there's really great restaurants in the city, but that's, like, at the top of our list of things we're going to do in January. I, it's on my list too. Maybe we'll, maybe we should meet up since we've never ever hung out in LA, but we always hang out on the road. Uh, Kurt Hillen on the show. Kurt, uh, Joel Embiid, breaking news, might have a future in this 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 basketball thing, dude. The guy has been amazing, and you've got these two fifty point fifty burger games, including last night. But even just those are bookends. The games in between the six or seven games, whatever it is, the guy's averaging whatever. I think it's thirty eight, eleven, and five. He's been amazing. What do you make of Embiid's level so far and the likelihood that this is something he can he can finally do, bring this level? I know it's a long way from now when we get to postseason basketball. He's going to have to, and I, I, I wonder if, look, the, the Nuggets won a championship last year, and Joel, um, and Joel Embiid got the MVP. Jokic didn't get it in part because, the Nuggets were, what, nine games up with a month to play, so he just yeah. took his foot off the gas, right? Yep. And that slow stretch while Embiid was playing meaningful games and having to play really well changed everything, right? I wonder if you have to consider that if you're – I mean, it depends on where the Sixers are in the hierarchy in a much tighter East with the Bucks, with the Celtics. But, like, do you take some time off? But that said – that's like the only thing left on the resume for him. That he has been. I mean, it's. I want to say now four straight games of over forty and ten. Yeah, like he's been unbelievable lately, and really, I don't. You know, there was a lot of talk, and, and look, James Harden's playing great in Los Angeles and, and showing real chemistry with Kawhi Leonard. But Bill, how much talk was there about? Hey, James Harden with those assists helped him get this MVP. You know that. Yep. Give him some credit. Well, I guess Tyrese Maxey gets some credit, but it's just Joel Embiid, isn't it? It is. Uh, Kurt Heelan on the show. Kurt, I'm glad you brought up James Harden because I tried to make a point of not speaking about him for a little while because I was just tired of doing it. But you're right. They have. The Clippers looked outstanding. He has looked like he fits in. Now, we have seen both these stories before. For people that want to be skeptics, doubters, haters, negative, glasses half empty, not half full, we've seen Embiid be outstanding and Philly obviously not make a conference finals under him. And we have seen many times James Harden be outstanding and have chemistry and be a facilitator or be an MVP and not be able to make a push really, really, truly deep in, in, into the NBA postseason. 
the Clippers and the Sixers, different teams, different parts of the country, different conferences. Which of the two would you, if you had to believe in, do you think has more of a real ceiling come the playoffs? I I like the Clippers in the West better than the Sixers in the East. I think the Sixers, and then they've got the assets and they've got um, – I'm. I don't know for sure, but Daryl Morey likes to trade occasionally, right? Like, I yeah, think he can be a little fun. adventurous. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they need another playmaker. I think just in the playoffs, it's not that Joel Embiid can't be dominant, but you can't have enough playmakers. And, and if your third guy is now Tobias Harris, I, I'd like to get one more. Um, and I just think they're in a tougher uh, the, 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 look with the Bucks and the Celtics. It's, it's, it's a tough top of the top of the East. In the West, look, Denver's Denver. Um, I'm not, you know, like, yeah, they're, what, 9-8, and 10-8 over the last um, 20, but, I, look, they're, they're legit. We're not questioning that. I think the Clippers have to be in that second tier, and why I'm higher on them is James Harden's kind of fitting, fitting in front. It's Kawhi Leonard. I, you know, I know they, the MVP straw poll came out today. You've got to start thinking about where Kawhi Leonard fits on that list. Like some, I mean, not necessarily not winning it, but he's got to be in the on the ballot consideration pretty soon. He's been so, so good this year, and we know what he can do in the playoffs. Um, he is a proven entity. Uh, I just feel like if they're playing close to this near the playoffs with Ty Lue as coach, they've got a shot to be. They've got a shot in that second tier of the team that's going to be facing Denver in the Western Conference Finals. Let's Kurt Hill on the show. I'm Bill Ryder. This is CBS Sports Radio. Let's dive into that a, a little more because have you ever had an idea, Kurt, that you thought was awesome and you committed to it and then you, you realized it was a terrible idea? Um, like also daily. known as my buddy's first marriage. Yeah. So, won't name him, but he knows if he's listening. So, I decided because, like you, I have a vote for the MVP at the end of the year. I decided for this column I do because over at CBS Sports, every column has to have my, a pun in my name. So, this one's writer's block. Does NBC make, ever call you and be like, hey, what about NBA healing? Does, does that ever come up in the, in the, no, in the brainstorm that, meetings? That, no, I, I, no, it's the steady stream of SEO stuff, but never. I haven't oh, had that one yet. Or, or like, if they want like really like like sort of short hot takes, like, hey, how about let's get Kurt? <laughs> no, all right. Ter- <laughs> I, so here's I, the thing: I'm not the, on that network, I, on our network, I am not the hot take guy. So got it, got it, got it, got it. Don't mean to me. Good. So I have to do pun-related um, stuff. So writer's block comes out every week. And I just thought it would be a good idea, and it wasn't. People like it. People read it. But, but I hate doing it. I, I do once a month. I do my evolving actual MVP ballot. I thought it would be fun. And I thought it would be a good way to sort of keep myself accountable and really be focused on it continuously. And what I realize is it's painful enough at the end of the year, but at least there is a sample size and a conclusion to where teams have finished. And the ability, I think, and it's valuable, Kurt, uh, on MVP voting – to see from 10,000 or 50,000 feet. It is brutal right now. I'm going to give you my ballot on Monday because I, I did not put Kawhi on there. You just tell me how you would fix this because I've envied one, which seems pretty self-evident. I have Jokic two, and then I just sort of threw my hands up and punched myself in the face and then went back to it. I have put Shea three, Giannis four, and Tatum five. Felt bad about where Tatum was of the best team in the NBA. Don't have anybody from the Kings on there, right? There's no Doncic. There's no Kevin Durant. I mean, Halliburton's probably not on the on that, but it, there's a conversation. There's no Kawhi Leonard. Would you bump anybody off that list if the season came to a brutal early conclusion and you had to vote right now? 
that's pretty close to, and again, I haven't done a deep dive on this, but that is pretty close to what I'd have. What my first thought when you said that was, I'm going to be all over him if he doesn't have Shea at least third. And yeah, I might third. have Shea second. Um, yeah, I'm, I get it. I am really high. And because when I'm voting at the end of the year, I place value on, well, I place value on the word valuable. It's not just putting up numbers. It's how much do you impact the team's winning. And all these guys certainly do to, to a large extent, although maybe not Jason Tatum and Crunch Time. Um, I, I, me, how much Shea has lifted up the Thunder and made them, you know, again, they're in that second tier for me in the West where if you told me it was Nuggets, Thunder, Western Conference Finals, I'd be like, yeah, I can totally see that. Like, he's that good. Um, so I would have him. So I'm glad you had him third. After that, I, I'm with you. I, I'm glad I don't have to write that until I, I'll do a mid-season one next month. Uh, I'm glad I don't have to think about it till then because I don't know who would be four and five. And I'm like you, and we've talked about this. I lose way too much sleep debating who's third in defensive player of the year in my head. Yes, or, me too. Or or fourth and fifth on the MVP ballot, or the always the one that matters most, and it's just even going to be worse this year because of the new voting rule. Third-team All-NBA. Just, I lose so much sleep. Because it matters. It's significant to, to, to the players' contracts and, yeah. and and various things. And I'm look, I'm like everybody else, right? I was put out 10 years ago and I didn't vote. Then they gave me all the votes. And while I want them and I thank the NBA and I don't want it to go away, it is a burden in the sense that it's a responsibility, even yeah. if it's it, – even if it, re, it does. And let's be fair, dude. It leads to remarkable access. I mean, every person, we all have our range of sources and sort of like tiers of they'll call me back right away. They'll never call me back. Everything in between, everybody calls you back when you leave the, hey, I'm doing this. We'll love your insight. You know? I mean, yeah. I can get anybody on the phone. It's Dude, valuable. It's funny how much better. I'm not, I'm not going to name names. It's funny how certain teams started treating you better once I had a vote. Oh, yeah. A hundred. <laughs> there are some teams. Look, I'm not you, dude. There are teams that do not really individuals who do not like me out there and they'll at least do a fake half smile as they grumble hello now in a way they they used to to not uh to not do that kurt Heelan here on here on the show hey are, are you worried at all about the lakers they have won the in-season tournament but that feels like three months ago and we're now in a position where there are questions about whether or not they're they're, they're constructed properly I, i'm not worried about them because i never thought they were good enough to do much more than Last year, like maybe make a miracle run to a conference finals and get smoked, but I could be wrong. Are you worried about the Los Angeles Lakers? Not particularly. By the way, I'm going to give them credit as an organization for how they handled, like the pressure they were under from the league to put up a banner and celebrate that you know IST win. And they're like, I don't, you, I don't think you were at that game. I was there. That they're like, hey man, we're going to stop the warm ups for about two minutes, show a video, pause the warm up. Show a video. Nobody picks up the trophy. Nobody stakes a speech. Nobody does nothing. They're like, here's a video. Hey, we want it. Unveil the banner. Back to warm-ups. We got a game to play. It was quick, understated, didn't ignore it, but gave it kind of its proper place in a franchise that, is, you know, you're hanging this thing next to 17 championship banners. So good for them. I thought they did it just right. Um, and I'm not really worried about them because I'm with you. I, they are – they're still a player short. They are not good enough to beat Denver in a seven-game series. They are capable. The, the tournament showed, I think, what they're capable of, which is they are capable of a high level of play 
for short stretches and certain games. But I don't know yep. that this roster as constructed can even sustain that for the two months of playoffs that they're going to need in the deeper West. I'm, I'm not sure that they can maintain this level. LeBron's been brilliant. And Anthony Davis is their best player. They have a chance, but I'm not sold on them. And by the way, I know this gets pushed because of the clutch thing and because people in Chicago, they should not trade for Zach Levine. They I agree. They not solve their problems. It's a very Lakers kind of thing to do. Um, Kurt Heelan, I think you've experienced this, but if you haven't, let me give you the context for people listening. I save questions sometimes for the end because they're a little meatier, but Tom, the producer, gets really nervous. So I'll do a producer bomb when he sends me a frantic text message. You ready? Producer bomb. Jaw question mark? Here's my question for you. What was your reaction? Because mine was surprising. I was surprised how much I was rooting for the guy. What was your reaction to, to Morant's return? It was hard not to get swept up in it, wasn't it? He's yeah. so on the court. He is my favorite player to watch right now. He's just, and it's a combination of he's obviously an elite, you know, all NBA level player, but it's also that Iverson, early Derrick Rose thing where he shouldn't be able to do that physically at his size. It's a, you know, it's, it's, he's not LeBron James or Kevin Durant who were touched by the basketball gods with these physical gifts that they've made the most out of. I don't want to, like, bash them. But Ja, I mean, yes, he is incredibly explosive, but just watching him play, it is dynamic. It is fun. He is engaged. And so, yeah, I got swept up in it, and I, rooting for him is a hard word. I don't, I don't know that I'm quite there yet. I'm rooting for him to make me want to root for him. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, look, I am all about. I want people to be successful in life. I, I, I really do. Like, I'm, I'm. There's enough success, money, credit, whatever stuff. Someone having a good life doesn't make my life bad. But there's a line for me. Draymond Green, for very different reasons, obviously not moral or criminal concerns, but, but has has approached the same line. Like, I want folks to figure it out, and I want to give second chances. But probably because I cover it, and, and you do too, Kurt. It, you know, these are human beings for me. They're not idols, right? We see all their warts. At whatever point they, they, they become someone who is unworthy of my time, attention, support, I, I don't want to give it, even if they're good at basketball. In Morant's case, for me, he's so young and he's so talented. And his teammates obviously love him so much. And his issues are legitimate for me, but correctable. I, I'm just hoping he can be one of these examples that we look back at that people can, can change and, and take opportunities that are in front of them Right and live the American dream and, and, and deal with their demons rather than, and it may go this way, one of these reminders that a lot of people throw things away that are pretty special. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's hard not to root for him to be, I just like you said, on a personal level, you want to see people reach their potential. I'm with you. I, I, I like trying to lift up people around me um, in life in general. Um, me too, other than Tom. When I can, yeah. um, and, except my kids. Um, yeah, for me, it's my producer. Yep, same, very similar. Um, no, I, I want to look people if I want to see them do as well as possible, and this is a case where I'm not obviously directly involved, but would very much like to see that. And I, I like that he does you – know, we were talking about awards and all this stuff. He, he's ineligible for all that stuff So under the right. new NBA rules. So, like, there's not the pressure of, like, man, you've got to do it for X, Y, or Z or any contract stuff or any of that. Just – Go lift the team up. Go be yourself. Go find, go find your place in all of this that works for you, and and be that guy. And hopefully he can be. It was, 
it was such a joy. And by the way, he was better than I thought. He was rusty in the first half. Yeah. Kind of what I expected. Yeah, he was amazing. And then he found his groove as that game went on. It was amazing. All right, real quick, yes or no, and I'll give you mine too. Do the Grizzlies make the play in or better? Yes. Yes. Because I just think somebody's going to, injuries are going to knock people back to them. I'll say yes, too. but I'm not confident. I think they do. It, but yeah. but I they, think they if will. They're on a, they've got to get up to 500 to do it. But to do that is a 50-51 win pace, which is exactly the pace they were on the last two years. If they can get back to that team, yep. they can do it. Missing Steven Adams is huge. It killed them. It, it, it was it did them in against the Lakers. It might be the undoing if they don't make it. I mean, they're going to wear themselves into the ground, and either they make the play-in, which I think they will, and even if they win their way through to a seven-game series, they're probably going to get smoked because I think they're going to be worn. Every game, I think, is going to matter starting now, and they're going to play at a high level. But I think they're going to do it. Uh, Kurt Hillen, my friend, treat yourself to whatever that fancy schmancy Long Beach restaurant is. Thanks for hanging. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the road, even though we live 20 miles from each other. Hey, buddy. Take care. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.